The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody, Arch here, and it is Friday. Unless you're in Canada, God only knows when you're going to get this episode. Max, what's going on? I. Nothing much, man. I'm I'm doing great, uh, Arch, my co-host. Uh, I'm 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 having a great Friday, um, yeah, and I enjoy doing the show with you every single day. And uh, yeah, it's 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 great. It's great to see that we're starting to get some notice on some lists, some podcast lists of rankings of sports betting podcasts. Uh, some some of us has some some lists have us as high as five. Uh, others have us only at eleven. But I'll take it, Arch, my co-host. It's it's great. It's great to you know, do this every day for the DGens and for you and I to show up every day and uh, provide such great content. Other guy, I can't remember your name. How's it going? You know, it's funny that he would go there because that's exactly where I was going to go. <laughs> I wouldn't even have to be none the wiser, but then you go into the book club and you post it. Like, we're just, you know, we've been playing along real nice and getting along, putting together some really good content. Somebody just doesn't want to acknowledge I'm even on the show. I don't know who that somebody was, which is funny considering somebody on the show misses more days than me and Arch combined. And, and then you want to post it on the book club just to, like, single me out. And then the DJs. Let's let's pour salt on the wound. Oh, Panther, that fish play isn't looking real good yesterday. And 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 the Diamondbacks. You know what I always say about value plays, right? There's no value in losing. Like fuck the fish, fuck the D-backs, and fuck whoever made that post. Should we fuck you too, Max? Okay. Should we tell everybody out there in podcast land what what you're talking about? Oh sure, yeah. Uh, so uh, we we have this uh, um, this this. Uh, podcast list that i came across and you know absolute uh, absolute degeneracy it's not even absolute sports betting degeneracy but anyway absolute degeneracy is listed as number 11 on this uh, list and it has a little write-up about it and says absolute degeneracy started last june 2019 not the case we actually started in september of 2018 but I digress. It uploads daily episodes with an average of 34 minutes each. The hosts, Arch Stanton and Mad Max Mortlock, are focused on betting conversations with gambling degenerates. Every week, the podcast talks about bets in basketball, baseball, football, horse racing, hockey, and UFC. Absolute Degeneracy receives good feedback from its listeners. The audience says that they provide great analysis and entertainment through the pod. However, bettors should still be careful because not all analysis will end in a winning streak, which, I mean, that's that, that's that's for sure. Uh, 
but they, so they list you know all this information and they hosts Arch Stanton and Mad Max Mortlock. They completely leave Panther out of it. And I, I yeah, you know, I was doing it to tease you, but I actually felt bad. I I, I tried to contact the person that did this and and try to get your name on this because you are the man of the people. You deserve to be on this. I don't I don't understand why they left you out of it. Is it because like maybe he only listened to the first like minute of the show or less than a minute and heard Arch introduce yeah. me and then he stopped listening? And didn't actually get to the point where where the three chair comes in. I don't know. So, uh, Panther, you are a critical aspect of the show. And honestly, at this point, you know, yeah, you're right. With the days I miss, uh, host should be, you know, listing Phil, Maxie, Kyle. I've got more nicknames than Apollo Creed and and Rocky IV. (laughs) Maybe he's confused. Maybe he just thinks that you're me. (laughs) Maybe that's one of your nicknames. (laughs) You, you know when when something like that comes across, I almost wonder if it's not one of my people. A chubby zebra is the exact kind of person that would do that. I don't know if he did it, but that's the kind of person, the kind of people in my life that that would do that to me. So I, I listen. I, we've we've been doing this for God almost forty years now, give or take a COVID hiatus, but. Um, we've been doing this a long time the three of us we started together it's been fun uh i feel like somebody's just kind of taking a jab at me and it's it's all good it's all good um welcome to the generate brotherhood and um i hope you make some money fool there you go all right I don't think Zebra did that. I don't think Zebra's compiling podcast lists so I, I think yeah, he's safe. I'm about to say yeah. Zebra, I'm just saying somebody like Zebra. Zebra's a computer illiterate, yes. Yeah, okay. Panther's the most te- the tech pro- 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 uh, proliferate. I can't even say the word. Fuck it. Move Prolific. On. Prolific. What the fuck is wrong? I don't know. I don't. I mean, they don't have that word in Canada. <laughs> too much time in Canada. Oh, I'm, I'm off my game because the, the cell phone service. Um, it's a nationwide outage for uh, certain types of cell phones in Canada. All of Rogers Media is down right now. No fuck. Uh, wow, that's uh, huge. The whole country. <laughs> Holy shit! Wow, that's. That's a disaster. Well, oh, that sucks. Well, yeah. well, I won't be getting many work calls today. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so there, there you go. You know what else is a disaster, Max? The city I'm disaster? in. Where, the city, city I'm in. Where are you at? Chicago. Oh, no surprise there. No surprise there. I, you know what? I give you. I really do give you shit for segues and Panther. I had no segue here whatsoever. Arch, I don't think he he had a segue into our first story, and you found one. So uh, thank you. Good job. Well done. Uh, may- maybe uh, maybe someday you'll be the third host listed on this podcast. No. Uh, <laughs> over at Dead Space, a dome is dumb, won't make air stick around. The weather isn't the problem. Soldier Field itself is. This is a story basically talking about the Chicago Bears and the situation that they find themselves in with their stadium. They're, they're, um, they've got one of the less... Um, uh, I'd say revenue generating stadiums. Like uh, the, you know, a lot of the newer ones, of course, have the luxury boxes and all the all the bells and whistles. And Soldier Field, not not really known for that. Uh, so you know, there's been talk that they might move to Arlington Heights or or another suburb to be able to build a brand new you know stadium. Uh, but you know, another offer on the table is a dome, putting a dome on Soldier Field because that will that'll bring people out, right? No, you know, not having a good fucking football team, not not having fucking goddamn Mitch Trubisky or the Red Rifle out there each week, and and Justin Justin Fields. No, no, uh, 
a dome is going to get yeah, a dome is going to bring people to Chicago Bears games. Panther, did you uh, did you realize that that's all they needed? Uh, putting a dome over Soldier Field would make as much sense as putting a dome over Lambeau Field. It makes no sense at all. And I will say this. I give Chicago a ton of shit. I, I mean, I hate the traffic. I kind of hate the city. I dislike most of their sports teams. But their fan base. I mean, the Cubs were the lovable losers for over 100 years. But goddamn it, if those fans didn't show up. You could say the same thing about Bears fans. They show up. And the Bears have sucked God, since damn near 1985, apologies to Kyle Wharton and their Super Bowl appearance. The, the idea that they don't take the money that this fan base gives them and just rejuvenate Soldier Field, because that, that's what the NFL is about, right? Everything's a new stadium, high tech, state of the art. Give us this. Give us that. Las, Las Vegas and uh, Jerry's World down in, in Texas are kind of like the two measuring sticks there's no reason that chicago the bears can't do that the putting a dome over soldier field is the worst fucking idea honestly if you're not going to fix it it makes more sense to just move it to arlington heights or highland park or where the hell they're looking at because if you're not going to fix it then at least give the fans uh, something to look forward to going its capacity is only 61 5 hmm that's a pretty small stadium by NFL that's standards. A, yeah, yeah, that's a, that is leaving money on the table. But uh, how is the dome going to help that arch? I mean, oh, uh, you, no, the you, dome. you 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 used to live in Chicago. You've been to Soldier Field, yes. and and you you probably have a better take on this than I certainly do because I have never been to a Bears game. I mean, dome's not going to help though. No, the, the thing that surprises me about Soldier Field is how few people drive there. They all take the they all take the L trains or the, the L trains. Yeah, 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 and walk there. So I I, I can't. I'd be surprised if this isn't a bid just to move the stadium somewhere to get a parking lot so they can make the parking fees. I mean, you know, it's uh, what, 25, 30 bucks to park at a Chiefs game. Oh, man. It's, oh, God. It's, yeah. Here, here in New Jersey, it's like 50 bucks. Yeah, right. To park for the That's Jets. the money they're leaving on the table. It's the double dip of the parking prices. I, I have to believe. And at least 15,000. More, more at seats. least fifteen yeah. to twenty thousand, uh, yeah. And, and then the luxury boxes, right? Because I mean, right. those are the things that you know th- those bring in a lot of money, and people will buy those. I mean, the corporations buy those, even mm-hmm. if they're you know giving them to clients or whatever. Like those are huge revenue generators, and that's just, the yeah. piece of revenue that you don't share with uh, the other uh, the other teams. That's your own, right? right. Exactly, exactly. So I, I I think they need a new stadium. I I, I don't I don't. I don't I don't get that. Is the dome just like a, uh, like uh, you know, trying to get support from the city or the fans or whatever? It says, oh no, no, we just need a new stadium, a dome. We don't put a dome there. That's going to fucking kill the experience because, you know, it's a Panthers point. There's certain stadiums that you go there for the experience. I mean, uh, what if what if someone said, hey, you know what, we're going to put a dome over Lambo, right? What kind, what kind of fucking backlash would you get from stakeholders like me, people that have stock in the Green Bay Packers like me, someone who's very critical of that organization because I am a stakeholder in the Green Bay Packers? I would be livid if you said you're going to put a dome over Lambeau. Uh, you know, I mean, come on. I think it's the same thing. I really think Lambeau is probably the the measuring stick as well when it comes to outdoor football particularly in the winter green bay chicago 
Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Buffalo. Like, we've got historical winter weather events in these stadiums. You don't put a fucking dome over Soldier Field. It's just, I never want to go to those. I think other people that go to those games are out of their damn mind. But they'll go to them. I'm not going to it. But you don't put a dome. I think you would actually kill the team and kill the fan base. It's the worst idea they could ever come up with. I, I wonder if they're just throwing out bad ideas to, to, to say, well, we tried. When the Bears, we tried. When the Bears eventually move on them. Yes. Because <laughs> I, I, I can't. Kind of like with the A's leave Oakland. Like, well, here's some bad ideas, but we're going to Vegas anyway. They didn't like free bullet night, so I don't know what else we can do in Oakland. <laughs> God damn. Oh, shit. Let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. I got another another NFL related story. This one's over at uh, heavy.com talking about uh, the Seahawks. Now that Baker Mayfield has been traded, he is off the table, even though they did not think that he was worth a fucking fifth round fucking pick. <laughs> Download and listen to yesterday's episode. Uh, Seattle Seahawks might be interested in a division rivals quarterback. Hmm, who could that be? Well, one Jimmy Garoppolo. That is who. Uh, Garoppolo still not been traded. You know, you start to wonder, it's like, all right, where's the interest in Garoppolo? I know he's, he's, you know, he's done with injuries his entire career, we'll say, right? I mean, pretty much uh, he's he's rarely had a healthy season, you know, so uh, he's got a huge fucking contract and, you know, he, he, he pushed the 49ers to the playoffs last year, pushed them to the NFC championship game last year. They didn't even have a, a, a package for uh, Trey Lance in the playoffs, <laughs> But still, still, what were you thinking? <laughs> and yet, and yet, so he's still he's still on this Niners roster, and, and nothing nothing's happened just yet. Uh, Seattle Seahawks, a team that I did I did bring up yesterday with the, with the Baker Mayfield thing, because their uh, two quarterbacks are Geno Smith and Drew Locke, uh, ranked thirty uh, third and and forty second respectively, or something like that, and. Uh, Good on them. Uh, Jimmy G's go. He, he's much, much better than those guys, right? He's he's easily, what, like 24, 23? I mean, light years better than those guys. I, I don't think Jimmy G's better than Baker Mayfield, quite honestly. And at the salary that you've got to take on when you bring him on to your team, I, I maybe San Francisco eats part of it, but I don't think Jimmy G's going anywhere because I don't think the 49ers – are still, I don't think they're ready to hand the, the keys over to Trey Lance. So I think this is a, somebody just creating something that is not there. I don't even think he's markedly better than Drew Locke or, or Geno Smith. I, I think they need to see what they've got with Drew Locke, and maybe they address it next year. But I would be stunned, absolutely stunned, if Jimmy G ended up in Seattle. Does he start for San Francisco, or are they going to keep him as an insurance policy? I think he starts. I think you have to start because if Trey Lance shows progress, then you know they can. Then they at least have something under their belt to move Jimmy G. But at this point, right now, it doesn't look like Trey Lance. Looks like it might have been a botched pick by them. I don't know what's going on, you know, in practices and camps and whatever. Yeah. But it just doesn't seem like Trey Lance is their guy. If he's not ready to play by now, he was a botched That's pick. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I agree. Yeah, right. That, uh, and and not just a botched pick, guys. Let's just remember a, a botch trade at that point because they, yeah, they traded up, up to get him. They gave yeah. up a lot to, to pick their quarterback that they wanted. And they picked Trey Lance. 
And I, I agree. Listen, I, I've, I we can have this debate of when a quarterback should start, like when a rookie quarter, uh, you know, like when, when a, a drafted quarterback should start. Uh, some, 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 some are ready right away, right? I mean, not not great, but some are ready to play at the NFL level right away. They might not be fantastic at it at first. It might take them a while. Others do need a half a season, maybe even a full season. But at this point, if you're telling me you're going into this year and Trey Lance is not your starting quarterback, I I have a big red flag about that. That's that's for fucking sure. Maybe Trey Lance is the guy they should be trying to trade. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting that they're not seemingly wanting to move either of them. So they uh, presumably they know what they're doing. I don't know for what their that sake, is. Yeah, I mean, you know, if, if here's the thing is, if they trade either one of them to the Seahawks, then then you know, then that was the that was the guy that, <laughs> yeah, they're trading it to a division rival. That's the guy that that they think less of. So, uh, anyway, let's trade in this banter for a commercial. How about that? Let us talk about the book club. Yes, that's right. Panther alluded to it earlier. The, the banter that was happening over in the book club because. We were kind of teasing him on, on some of the picks yesterday. Uh, I'd like to say that I got my Phillies uh, pick uh, for the parlay yesterday. And Panther, you know, you talked me out of doing the Baltimore Orioles pick. That would have won as well. So uh, I, I was solid on my parlay pick, not the fish and uh, not the Diamondbacks. Uh, but yes, you can get access to that banter or picks, user picks, anyone's picks, uh, if you sign up for our Patreon. The link is in our description, or you can go to thedgens.net. It is only $25 a month. It is a huge value for the picks that you're getting, especially tennis picks, uh, racing picks. By the way, I uh, saw the uh, Steve. Steve not feeling so good? Yeah, Steve's got like strep throat or something, right? Hmm. Yeah. yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully he's better. Hopefully he's uh, hopefully it doesn't doesn't impact his NASCAR picks. NASCAR picks that you can get insights to if you book it over to the book club. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. All right. Baseball. What are we looking baseball, at today? Baseball. Uh, God, this was, I, I, I did not like today at all. So apologies for my picks. Panther, you're going to probably hate my... Uh, 
my my parlay picks. So uh, let's start off Tampa Bay, Cincinnati, potential AL Cy Young candidate Shane McClanahan going to take the mound, taking on future playoff contender Luis Castillo. Uh, going to be plenty of of time for us to talk trades during the All Star break, but uh, Castillo's name definitely one that will be brought up when we do so. Uh, and he's having a pretty damn good year. I mean, he started off a little shaky. He was recovering from an injury, but over his last two starts, he's he's looked like his former ace-like self. The problem is he plays for the fucking Reds, a team that at, at one point this season was on pace to be the worst regular season team of all time. Now, they bounce back. They won some games. They're still shitty. They're not all-time worst, but they're still a terrible fucking team. Whereas the Rays, listen, you, maybe you say that they're not elite, but I will still argue they're, ah, they're still a pretty fucking good team. They're second in the AL East right now. And if the Yankees weren't just not playing at a whole different fucking level of everyone else in this league, the Rays would be competing for the AL East at the moment. Problem is, again, 14 and a half games behind the, the fucking Yankees that are going to win 140 fucking games. Uh, McClanahan, I believe, justifies this chalky ass fucking line. I don't love the play. I don't love today. It's it's uh, you know it's out of my implied probability because of this this big line. But I still think the Rays win. So ten dollar bet on Tampa. Yeah, I think Luis Castillo justifies the value play on the Reds. But then when you say it out loud, it's the Reds. Not really much of offense. No, nothing to back up the decent pitching that they've been getting from guys like Castillo and and Tyler Mayo, who's also going to be on the trade block. It's just hard to justify that value play. And since two of my value plays shit the bed yesterday. I'll just lean the Reds. Yeah, I'm going to jump on the Reds. It's <laughs> greed always wins, man. Minus or plus 155 on the Reds against the race. I, I, yeah, I think all the values on the Reds. So I don't expect them to win, but, you know, I got to take my shots. 13 bucks on the Reds. All right. Uh, last one up for me. Philadelphia St. Louis uh, hit on the Phillies yesterday against the Nationals, but now they're heading to St. Louis, taking on Adam Wainwright and the Cardinals. And I always feel bad. Because this season, I've been on the opposite side of one Adam Wainwright, and uh, I do. I feel bad for him. At the age of 40, he's still a fairly effective pitcher out there. Coming off of a rough start, possibly his worst start in the season. And in general, June was not a good month for him. He just gives up a lot of hits. If you go through every single game, it's at least eight hits that he's giving up. And I think just against this Phillies team, that will end up biting him today because those hits will end up in runs. Phil's going to counter with elite, near elite Zach Wheeler. Um, Wheeler blanked the uh, Cardinals last time he pitched. That was his last start. He just shut out the Cardinals in seven seven solid innings. Uh, and just uh, the last month or so, he's been pitching really well. So I like Philadelphia here. I you know I think them on the road, even as I'm at a minus line against St. Louis, that's the play. So ten dollar bet on the Phillies. Yeah, when you look at St. Louis, I I, I do like Wainwright especially I love the success we're having at 40 years old but the offense has been dreadful they've only scored over three runs one time in their last eight games they've gotten shut out a couple times in that span and they're just not playing very good baseball from the offensive side conversely you look at the Phillies they're absolutely just crushing the ball Kyle Schwarber hit 13 bombs in the last 30 days Riamultos chipping in Riz Hoskins has gotten hot uh, so the Phillies I think offensively are just way superior to the Cardinals right now the pitching matchup is a little bit of a wash so with that offense I'm jumping on board with you here give me 10 bucks on the fighting Phils I'm going to lean the Cardinals here in this one plus 110 but I need a lot more to justify that bet 
Um, but yeah, uh, good luck. I think you guys are probably going to cash it. All right, those are my plays for the day. Panther, what else you got? Uh, I'm getting greedy. I'm getting really, really greedy here. I think we got a great line. I saw it at minus 145 for the New York Yankees with Cortez on the mound against the Boston Red Sox. That just seems fishy. It really seems fishy, especially since they're putting 8.31 ERA Seabold on the mound. This should be way worse, right? This line should be way worse. And I'm going to get greedy as hell right now because with Cortez and the Bombers, I'm run lining this bitch. Give me the huge plus line on the Yankees for $10. Wow. Yeah, I, I like the Yankees. I absolutely do. Uh, I, just, I could not get there to bet it. It was, it was close, though. Um, you know, uh, I, I minus even the you know, was it minus 140 something? 142, 143, 143. Yeah, 143, yeah I, I, I think the Yankees are the play there. Just couldn't quite get there, though. So just a lean on New York. Let's see. Yankees minus one and a half gets you plus one oh nine. Hardly any value, little pricks. Vegas is so greedy. <laughs> I like the Yankees today on the money line. Minus 143, I think, is shockingly generous for some reason. Maybe it's a trap. Almost I, trappish. Almost, yeah. yeah, I think so. I'm jumping on the pinstripes for 13 bucks. Next game up for me, Minnesota going to Texas. You know, we, we've had, I think, pretty sure we've had matchups where we've had Mr. Anderson versus Mr. Anderson, right, Max? But when have we ever had Gray versus Gray? We ever had that? Yeah, exactly. Sonny Gray going to take. Yeah, against, uh, yeah. Sonny Gray going to take on Gray, John yeah. Gray. We've seen Josiah Gray. At oh, different, different Josiah players. Gray. Yeah. Yep. Well, Minnesota is. I mean, they're bipolar. They're not a real trustworthy team. But Texas is coming off that road trip where they got swept, swept by the Baltimore Orioles. That's that's inexcusable. That's like being the Dodgers and getting swept by the Pittsburgh Pirates. I have to fade you when you do that. So I'm going to take Sonny Gray and the Minnesota Twins for $10. I do. I really like that play. Tons of moral support. Uh, just I could not, could, you know, really couldn't get there uh, with the minus 114. And, and I, I don't know. It, it seemed a little odd to me. Maybe it gets worse. Maybe it's maybe it is going to get worse here. Uh, maybe some books have it. Uh, getting better so i don't know i'm I'm a little worried about this uh, i'll lean on the twins i'll lean the twins here too but i'm i'm, I'm taking a slight twins hiatus <laughs> just justifiably i'm sure one more game for me detroit tigers at the chicago white Sox. tigers bested chicago yesterday i think did somebody catch the value on that arch were you on that i was on that yeah, I, I'm looking for a double dip here. I wasn't on it, but with Tariq Skubal on the mound uh, going against Lucas Giolito, look, Giolito, you can hit him. You can get to this guy, and he's got a over 1.4 whip. The White Sox lineup is not murderer's row. I, I think there's this reputation that they're really, really good. Max, you kind of called it. Maybe Detroit can go in there and just help jettison you know, LaRusa out of the out of there. I think there's a legitimate shot. Detroit can hit this one again. I love the plus line. Give me ten bucks on the Tigers. Um, yeah, I, it's a bit of a head scratcher here. It seems like the line is getting better for Detroit and uh, public all over the White Sox and the money all over Detroit. 
So uh, I don't know what to make of this one, but yeah, um, moral support, lean Detroit there. It's it's hard to argue that that plus line is really fucking tempting. Yeah, definitely leaning Detroit again. I don't know if they can do it twice, but I mean, the, the White Sox are certainly capable of allowing them to do it twice. Pretty solid. Definitely. lean. Yeah, solid lean on Detroit. That is it for the uh, guy just trying to, you know, become part of the co-host. Just trying to fit in. <laughs> just trying to sneak in. I don't really have anything else. I'm almost, almost, almost uh, betting the Astros at the minus 180. It's so close. I just, maybe if it was like minus 179, I'd bet the Astros. Man, I think they probably handle the athletics. What do you think? Minus 180? I didn't, I didn't have a line on this before. Um, so I think, I think the lines are just kind of showing up within the last hour or two. Um, the Astros should win. Absolutely. Just looking at the early and very few bets in this game, because again, lines just got posted, uh, mm-hmm. looking at the early splits right now, public is all over the Astros. No surprise there. Uh, single digit money on the Astros right now though, as it stands. So a lot, a lot of money hitting the athletics here. So some, something's odd there. I do think the Astros should win though. All right. Uh, I, I think it's the Blackburn factor. If Oakland's going to, get one this will be their best chance he's one of those other guys that's auditioning for a playoff team because he'll be gone here in a few weeks as well but um minus 180 i like the astros just like max there was no line when i was looking at it some of these action lines just have me scratching my head they can't be real these opening lines i'm just like wow i mean every game seems to be dramatically moving yeah, there might be something off, but I mean, um, I'll check after the show. I'll check because I, I can, you know, I tap into the source yeah. of, of everything, so I can check out opening lines from uh, yesterday from any sports book. So uh, I can I can double check, but um, yeah, a lot a lot of, a lot of dramatic line movement if that is the case, and then hard to explain why unless there's been some pitching changes out there. I do I I did see a couple of uh, pitching changes that probably would um, you know justify some some of these things, but. Yeah, it's, it's a weird day. That's what I'm saying. I found it very hard uh, to bet today, and I don't I don't love my picks. And as you listen to the feedback that that uh, you know you know podcast list said is yeah you know we're entertainment you know oh yeah <laughs> yeah we're entertainment so you know uh, I, I always say is like listen if I'm I'm hitting my picks great follow me if I'm not then just fucking fade the shit out of me and make some money either way yeah. there you go uh, iceberg says Tampa Bay Rays money line thank you thank you appreciate that moral support no more than moral support money support yeah there you go all right um panther you weren't on that game were you no no just leaning cincinnati but hell that that'd be just like iceberg even just a fatal lean (laughs) he's just he's just salty like that i don't know i don't know what his deal is uh iceberg is leaning. he probably wrote the review he wrote the review that's what it was oh iceberg's leaning the uh baltimore orioles i you know I I like it. Yeah, I do. Not? I Angels. like the Orioles. I but I mean, I cashed on them. I've cashed on them so much the past week that it's just like I'm I'm done for a little bit. It's gonna it's gonna fall at some point. The Orioles aren't gonna win fucking six games in a row, are they? I mean, I geez, if it's against the Angels, possibly so. Maybe I don't know. Iceberg also says it's Friday, bro. People getting paid. Lines moving hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Beginning of the month, first place. Got a Friday. Yeah. That's that's what it is right there. What did we talk about today? We talked about Jimmy G. Is he going to be a Seahawk? Or is he going to stay stay right where he is? Uh, we talked about Soldier Field. Does it need a roof or not? 
Probably not. And what else are we talking about? We're talking something. Oh yeah, there's this show has got the two uh, two hosts. That's right, Max and myself. That's it. You know what, Arch? When you're putting together the description, uh, two 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 pieces of feedback. One, I think I think you put the wrong date yesterday. By the way. Oh, so, probably. Um, but let's just put NFL, NFL, NFL. Like that's it, go. because you know then people might uh, download and listen to every single episode. If you do so, please highest rating, comment, subscribe, and uh, let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute Panther. You have to take us home. Uh, do you want to pick your poison? Do you want to pick my 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 parlay pick, my Dijon parlay? I've got two games on the board. It's either the Phillies or the Rays. Pick your poison. Uh, no, you pick. I mean, you All couldn't right. get it wrong yesterday, so you pick it. I will take the Phillies. Arch. I'll take the Reds. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm like a big fuck you to Max. Uh, you know what? The Yankees are the team that I win the most on, so I will take the Bronx Bombers, put them with the Bills. And the Reds, that is your D-Gen parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter. But mostly, it is the book club. We are in there damn near 24-7. I mean, shit, D-Gens. If you guys are up at 2.30 in the morning and you want to start chatting in the Discord book club, I'm there. I'll shoot the shit with you. Uh, but that's where we're at. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you guys did yesterday, what you're going to do today. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.